0: For listening to Tights and Fights. If you like what you hear, head to iTunes and give us a five star review, just like Kevin Lanigan did. He says he's new to wrestling and he can't stop listening to us because of how engaging and funny we are. So get into iTunes, we need those stars.
1: Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast.
2: to a podcast. do da do do, do, do do listen to a podcast. do da do do, do, do do listen to a podcast. Hello, you guys. <laughs> <Yes>. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Tights and Fights the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and the hilarity that it deserves. I'm Sasha Banks' hashtag wig goals, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined <laughs> by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the militant mat man, Mike Eagle. Okay,
3: that's alliteration. I oh, like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about
2: yeah, it? so many M's. That's right. That was so hard. And straight from Orlando in the final resting place of The Undertaker, is running wild. It's Lindsay Kel. Hey. <sighs> <sighs>
3: What was that song, Danielle? I didn't, I didn't, it was cute, but I didn't know it. What <laughs> was it
0: was a Seamus and Cesaro song. Oh, was that it? Yeah, it's the Conga oh, song. Oh, that's right.
2: Seamus and Cesaro. Do and Cesaro. Do you know, the funniest thing about do. them
3: is watching Cesaro try to point along with the song, and he has no rhythm whatsoever.
2: He has so no Rhythm. no rhythm so happy oh my god! like he only had when he was doing that like the the, the arm thing the duh duh yeah. it only worked when he had that old racist Americans theme because <laughs> 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 like like he can time it to that but now that he's trying to do it to his new Bond thing it's just like no stop yeah, yeah. no quit you're shimmying just, too quick just be there <laughs> yeah, just enough just take the, just take the suit out that's all we need um, so coming up on this week's show super duper shakeups the return of the brawn a concussed demon and a lot more but first Mauro Ranallo is apparently done with WWE there are allegations that he was bullied by JBL but we'll see where that goes in the coming days how do you guys feel about Mauro leaving?
0: I'm sad because he's good and I'm sad when good people leave I mean the bullying thing sucks regardless but whether that's true or not like he's good and
2: he's going yeah JBL's, why? jbl's not being a star right now what do you think oh no Mike?
3: oh he's never been a star apparently <laughs> it's all come out these days i was just listening to justin roberts on the mlw podcast and he went into all of it and kind of why he wrote everything he wrote and you know people talk about the culture there mm. and how like the bullying is kind of encouraged and jbl is like a tool of the authority and all of that you know stuff that should be just reserved for on screen but uh, you know they poop in people's bags and crowns and they whatever do. they yeah, can. They
2: take your passport. They do I assholes. They do. Yeah, don't take people's passports. No, that's mean. And it also like now I feel like so bad for all the times on Twitter that I would at him making fun of his oh, du- no. hip hop references. But
3: also now you know why he looked and responded to almost each and every one. <laughs> literally every time. Right, Everyone, yeah.
2: and he would just do yeah. cool sunglasses, and it's like, ah oh, man, like if I. It's different when it's like I'm joking on the internet, but when he's also dealing with it at work. Right. Yeah. And then also on top of that, dealing with mental health issues. It's like, oh, so Morrow, I will miss you. But you now, were awesome. Now, so
3: now from my understanding, what happened is right. So he mentioned something about thanking people for being involved in the Wrestling Observer newsletter poll, I think. For yeah, because
2: they made him like the best. Yes. Right. Because That's he awesome. is.
3: And then, and then JBL went off about being called the worst. And... For some reason, that got people angry at Morrow for bringing up the Wrestling Observer Newsletter awards in the first yeah, place. Yeah, apparently,
2: traditionally in the back, you're not like supposed to bring them up. Yeah, is I guess what it's I like hear. when AJ
0: got the tattoo about winning the belt, right, and everyone was hot for that because you're not supposed to celebrate in the back about things that. Because you know, it's, it's like, like, like no,
2: oh, but guys, it, the thing I understand kids. with the belt, yeah, with the belt stuff, I get it because it's like that's all scripted. So I get not being too cocky about it in the back, but like that's just Morrow's Good, he's Mm -hmm. a good announcer. Own our
0: successes. It's 2017. Yeah, tomorrow have a minute.
2: Let him have his minute. So super bummed out about him leaving, but glad that he's smart enough to know to leave a situation that's like not good for him. So next, of course, one of the major things coming out of Mania is the superstar shakeup, where Raw and SmackDown's rosters saw new departures and additions. Starting off with Raw, which wrestler moving to Raw interests you the most? For me. I'm super happy about Bliss. Hal's got a sharp
1: pain in his stomach right now, and he's not sure why.
2: <laughs> I know. Like, I'm sitting in the Hal chair. Um, obviously, you guys can tell Papa Hal's missing, so I'm doing the talkie talk. But I am. I'm super happy about Bliss and Mickey James. I'm just happy that they are changing up that women's roster so it's not the same four people over and over and over again. Other than that, I don't know, guys. I worry about some of these names that are going over because I'm like, are we really going to see Apollo Crews ever on oh. no,
0: Raw? Uh, no. We what didn't you- even see him on this episode, Raw. Raw. And he's moved too raw. We just saw a picture <laughs> saying he's here now.
3: That's so like, weird.
0: Yeah. Like, what's that about? You didn't even see him. Because you haven't seen him, you're not going to see him. So don't <laughs> worry about it.
2: Yeah, right. So what do you, uh, Lindsay, who do you? Who are you excited about moving over? Uh, Were you kind of trepidatious? I
0: felt the same about Bliss. She came in strong. She didn't come in as, you know, the other way around. It's like, I lost on the other round. Hi, you guys. Um, <laughs> so I really like that. She came in looking like a champ. I'm always happy to see Mesa Maurice especially cosplaying as John and Nikki. Right. that's so much time for that, especially for all the poor people that really thought it was John and Nikki, <sighs> of which there were so many. There was, there was poor, there were, men. There were poor there were
2: children. T- yes. A lot of people don't watch SmackDown, I guess. No. Wow,
3: maybe they are two different audiences. I think from far away, they really look like yeah. Santa <laughs> and Nikki. He like, does that back yeah.
2: thing. I mean, yeah. they, they... That's what sells it. They I mean, got this she's...
3: down. And yeah, Marie, yeah, she does the little, Her, the little hip oh, swivel so and she snatches the stuff. I mean, they look exactly like them from a proper, distance so (laughs) i get it you know like you know they don't have the benefit of high definition television when they're there at the uh, arena so that is a true story they just got fooled they just you know, got
2: fooled. So who are you looking forward to moving? I'm looking
3: at this list of names of people who went to Raw, and none of these names move the slightest little bit of needle for me. Um,
2: Not super excited about Kalisto? Well, you know, the problem, because actually
3: I'm I'm mostly disappointed by people moving, especially um, from SmackDown, because I feel like at least for a good long while on SmackDown, the writers or the bookers were really putting attention into people and doing storylines that built people up. Like, cause you have Like you have Slater and Rhino moving now. The only reason that they matter at all is because SmackDown's st- booking staff at the time spent a lot of time with them and got them over. And so now you're going to move to Raw, and who knows if they're going to get that same attention or any attention yeah. going forward. Same
0: with Bray. I would exactly say. the yep. same
3: with Bray. Exactly. going to
0: get lost in the shuffle.
3: And I don't, I don't see things really looking good for Ambrose either. Honestly, I just don't, I don't see them maintaining good positions or elevating on Raw. And he I don't came see back
2: like instantly wacky too. Yeah, sure. He was instantly like, you know, you're wacky lunatic. neighbor Dean. He's a
0: lunatic. I don't know if you got that memo. I've heard lunatic. that somewhere. Yeah. He's such a PG
3: lunatic.
2: That's right. He is, He's he a, he very, is a PG <gasps> lunatic. It's a lunatic
3: that the kids can love. It's Aww. great.
2: <laughs> Aww. Lovable lunatic Dean Ambrose. Moving on, with some of these wrestlers in one place, we got to see some rare matchups. Any of those get you interested in these guys on their new show? Like, any of these matches or just kind of... Pff. I want...
0: To say Finn and Bray, because that's what they want me to say.
3: <laughs> so I was
0: like, "Oh, I see what you've done. Demon versus demon." It's like, yeah, okay.
2: But then you know, man, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. And then and, and Finn gets injured promptly, and
2: <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. I got, I got feelings. I and I
3: also have feelings about hearing Bray talk a long time. Ever again. I'm done with it. I'm done with talking a long time for Bray Wyatt <laughs> yeah. since it always results in him losing. He's talking about True. all the forces that he has at bay and the dungeons and the moons and the stars. Not in his and house. I, and none of it <laughs> results in victory. And I'm really tired of hearing it. Thank I'm you. I'm really, really tired of hearing it about all of the things.
2: Yeah, this new match is gonna be like, they're gonna be in a bouncy house, it's gonna be painted painted like black and red, and it's gonna look super spooky, and then at the end, he's gonna lose real hard. And so we'll get back to the SmackDown side of the shakeup in a minute, but let's talk about a wrestler who maximized his minutes this week, Braun Strowman. He attacked Roman Reigns.
1: (laughs)
3: That's a Braun man getting thrown through a table.
2: (laughs) But it wasn't over after that. I want a Braun air horn for real. I want one. <laughs> and you press the button it goes Braun. Braun 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 Braun. That'd
3: be great. I'm not finished with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my new ringtone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm not finished with you. <laughs> i just like be oh, in God. the cinema with like refuse to put my phone on silent. I'm just that.
2: In
3: the middle
1: of Moana. <laughs> That's good.
2: But so, yeah, like, uh, so he flipped over the ambulance. He destroyed the stretcher. Did y'all enjoy this? I thought it was so fun much. as fuck.
3: I yeah. thought it was amazing. And I, it was one of the, the things that happened in wrestling. It's so amazing. I have to show a bunch of other people who aren't even yes. wrestling. Fans. Yes. Like, look look how awesome yeah. this is. We and it,
0: flipped
2: an ambulance. Right? We did that. All of us. And
3: it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy I don't like at
2: all. <laughs> <laughs> There's basically no better way to sell me on someone really strong (laughs) than to have them straight up flip an ambulance with your dude inside of it. Like, that's amazing. Ah, that was so good. So one last note from Raw, it was confirmed that Finn Balor suffered a concussion in his match with Jinder Mahal. We're hoping it's not too serious. Jinder gotta stop hindering people, I guess. Like, I don't Uh, what do you guys think? I'm not bummed about this. I'm I'm furious about this. Yeah, I'm
0: legitimately angry and upset and feelings I don't know how to name. I, like, you hit a man in the face with an incredibly stiff elbow. It wasn't like it was a dangerous, difficult move that went wrong. You smacked a man in the face. Yeah. You walked up to him and you hit him in the face. And you know if you walk up to someone and hit them really hard in the face, they're going to get (laughs)
2: concussed. And you know that. Yeah, it's literally his job to know how to not hit people on purpose in the face. What do you think, Mike?
3: Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's unfortunate for a lot of reasons. I, the main one that I fear is that he will get the label as being a fragile person, and, which
0: people have said to me. Well, Could I
3: mean I, because got punched in the. Face. I mean but this is the this is the thing it's not so much about the actual reality of it it's about understanding that the way Vince views people yeah. and if somebody gets put in prominent position to get hurts a lot then he moves on pretty quickly oh, yeah. in some senses so I mean that's something that us or especially people who are really really huge fans of his you have to be thinking about that now like is he going to be able to maintain his roster position if he starts to get that reputation
2: That is exactly my biggest worry cuz like the first time he comes out on Raw, he, yeah. like like as soon as he comes out on Raw, he gets destroyed, and then he's gone forever. And then he comes back, and then he gets destroyed again. And it's like, ugh. And in gender, it seems like he's still kind of keeping his place on the roster. where they were, they're well, still. Well,
3: he's he's moved over to yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and at least on the show. You know, he just did the job again, the mojo, mm-hmm. right? And he was further in the the Gronk storyline. I was very intrigued by his uh, presentation on talking smack though.
0: They pushed him all the way. But yeah. Shane was a big fan.
3: Even yeah, like his face.
0: it. yeah. Even Daniels, like, oh, he's so great. He looks so fantastic right now. But you know definitely what? not doing steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't have a no little bit of that. No one's dieting him, you guys. I don't know if he's mentioned this once mm. or twice or 17 times. No one is out dieting that man. Yo, There's I
2: don't know what his regimen uh, consists of. I, can you just eat veins and get more veins?
3: I think he's tried it. If and maybe on his abs, you know, he's
2: got veins on his abs. Oof. he's got nipple veins. Ugh. He, I mean, he's oh, got. I, I, he's I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything. I just want to say I haven't seen someone all of a sudden get puffy nipples like that since like. No. I found it's his It's been statement, a minute. His statement was curious. His
0: statement on it is this keeps coming up. I've been tested for steroids so many times and I've never had a problem.
3: Oh, yeah. That's like that uh, Lance like, Armstrong oh, kind of that's defense.
0: A pretty yep. sweet that's a statement, though, dude. I know.
2: Yeah, he just looks like jerky. Um, he does. <laughs> he
0: just looks like. He concussed Finn, and if we run into each other, it's there's going to be
2: stern words. He's going right. to concuss. Yeah, you, you better <laughs> yeah. be careful. Yeah. And he you wouldn't it. even have to do anything. You would literally run into him, <laughs> and one of his veins would knock you out. <laughs> Here's a Take question, though. I'm Not
3: tall. Cause one thing I think think about when I'm watching wrestling, I'm looking at Finn, and I remember I brought this up before when he brought brought up to the main roster, he's what like two twenty something like that. Maybe. Wait. Maybe that. But... <laughs> yeah, he's not big. I mean, is is there? Any issue with him? I mean, I guess not. But I mean, he he seems to be—he's uh, a smaller guy than the yeah. the main eventers who they You're put him really in
1: too with. generous. Finn is one hundred and ninety pounds. He's a <laughs> hundred and
3: ninety pounds. Lean, muscle. So I mean, honestly, like, should he not be on Two a Five Live? Like, is is that? Aww. And 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 I know, like, that sounds <laughs> fucked up, right? That sound—that sounds fucked up. I don't mean it fucked no. up. I mean it in like, what what it? They have the smaller guys on a different show, so they're putting this smaller guy against all the bigger guys because there's only big guys on this show yeah. and he keeps getting hurt. Like, is there is there a mathematical problem here <laughs> that needs to be addressed?
0: I my, think it's
2: a money problem.
0: Yeah, my big problem with this one is that it's going to become that conversation and it already has become that conversation when I feel the conversation to be had around this is what is WWE doing to prevent head injuries and concussions? And I don't know what you can do because obviously they're always going to happen. It's a, not a non-contact situation. right? But... Do you start finding people that aren't careful? I, I don't know if that works. I don't know what it is. But this is I mean, not a, a and Finn and got injured. This is a someone injured Finn.
3: In many cases, it's hard to know where to place blame. Obviously, this situation different. And they've banned a lot of moves yeah. that, that yeah. lead to that kind of stuff. But like you said, yeah, I mean, if you just... You want to look like you're laying your stuff in. But if yeah. you hit a guy too hard, then yeah. I mean, yeah. It, should there be some sort you of consequence? You did that
0: forearm a bunch of times. Jesus. Yes. I can't even do it with a straight face. You tried <laughs> so hard, though. It was so good. It go. was so rad watching AJ, you try. AJ does the forearm, and he hasn't knocked anyone out until their poor little face is covered in matte burns.
2: Yeah, and he does it from really high up while also looking beautiful. <laughs> You're yeah, looking so. like a
3: Oh, <laughs> just, just he's like glorious. He like yeah. does look like he a He looks like a gazelle.
2: So what new stars on the blue brand got your attention? For me, the New Day moving over, I think, is kind of exciting they maybe not being, again, just people doing a shakeup, not working with the same people over and over again. Uh, I don't know that I need to watch them see, like sell ice cream on any brand, right, yeah. but I, I think that the move to SmackDown will be good for them. The Shining Stars are also there. Um, <laughs> Charlotte moving over is super exciting because then that feels like it's really, as much as their women's division should already have credibility, I feel yeah. like Charlotte moving over, give, plus also, I mean, she's a flair, give her a blue yeah. belt. <laughs> like, give the flair give the, the blue belt. Rusev and Lana is great. What the fuck was, like, that Lana thing with the red dress yeah. and the snapping? It
3: looks like she's going to be a sexy wrestler. Yeah. That's what it looks like It's, it's going mean, to happen. I
0: feel like they've been trying to get a sexy wrestler for a while, right? They like, had the Emily yeah. thing yeah. that didn't happen, and then there were all the rumors about Kelly Kelly coming back. Like, Vince is sat in a room somewhere, and, like, this is fine but where's my tits? Right. And,
1: <laughs> right. and
0: Lana was like, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I have tits. And, Aww. you know, I like Lana. CJ's like,
2: ca- CJ stands for can jiggle. So just put me, put me right in yeah. there. And now that Eva Marie is gone, like, I don't mind there being a woman in that position if they do the same thing where they treat it as an Eva Marie.
0: Yeah. And where? She can be powerful and own this and it not be horrible to watch
3: the thing that was interesting about the vignette itself is that it teased a lot of like sex but mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't deliver It didn't show no. anything No, like, the dress
2: covered everything exactly. that would have shown which was nice
3: that, and that's yeah. interesting i and i wonder if that's going to if that's part of the gimmick you know if 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 the sex yeah, is all implied rather than you want put to out see front. it
2: but you won't yeah. Yeah. Well, only her husband it only sees my it. husband only crazy. my so, husband handsome <laughs> Rusev. <Russof. laughs> so who else besides obviously that weird which i i still feel like it just doesn't it didn't feel like a wrestling show who else are you excited about seeing i was very
3: excited that owen's came over not so excited about Sammy. Just um, because I feel like giving them a little bit of breathing room at this point would be cool. They've just been such a part of each other's narrative for as long as they've both been on the main roster. I could use a break from the two of them, but uh, I liked how that whole first segment of SmackDown shook out, because AJ seems like he's stepping into a babyface role, mm-hmm. and the crowd's really there with him, which is great. Uh, and Corbin's—he's a, a natural heel, so that works out. The only thing they tweaked me about that segment is that it seemed like it should have been for the world title instead. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Right. right? I mean, they, yeah. they, they, this is your main event, yep. congregated in the ring, and, and you Randy got Trotson. Yeah, nobody so cares. A <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh, <I was laughs> snake on the floor. What's up? I
0: as hoodie, and then that was <laughs> it. That's it. That's his thing. Yeah, that was. It was like you have three of the best wrestlers in the world, yeah. and Baron Corbin. And Baron Corbin, all in the ring at once, doing really good work with Baron Corbin. And, <laughs> and it was for the US belt. Yeah, it, yeah no, it felt weird. But I'm really excited for Sammy to be there, if it means Sammy's getting something. Yes. But if they're gonna make the US belt the belt until they figure out whatever it is they're trying to figure out with Randy. And what is Sammy going
3: to get? Randy could just go home. He could take that belt and go home. And I would not miss him at all. (laughs) Bye. Bye
2: just like text now and then, and it's enough. It's right. <laughs> we got a text message from Champ Randy Orton. Hey, guys. Okay. And that was, yeah, I, I am, I, yeah, I'm very excited. Hopefully that means Sammy is going to start getting something. Um, it does almost feel like that thing where, like, they have to move the couple over when they yeah, move them right. from brand to brand. Like, you, you, you can't split up the Usos and Naomi. You can't split yeah. up Sammy and, and, and... Maybe they should get married. And then we'll spit him up real quick. And then yeah, we'll spit him up real fine. quick. I do, um, I, I miss Kevin Owens' beard. I noticed, and here's the thing, this was a few weeks ago, um, speaking of Baron Corbin, that I think it was on Twitter or somewhere, Kevin Owens was like, oh, I noticed that now, thanks to my influence, more guys on SmackDown on, are wearing their shirts. And it was like... <laughs> talking about Baron Corbin <laughs> you're clearly because nobody else is wearing their shirt unless they're like selling it yeah <laughs> but Baron well, Corbin one of
0: the Usos
2: one USO wears a full sleeved t-shirt now I
0: notice it is in his black ensemble but he also has a tummy situation do you
2: know which
3: one I do not nope. know which
0: one <laughs> <laughs> what
3: does day one-ish mean I do
0: not I do
3: not know. Okay. Anybody, I'm fine with it, it idea. looks
2: like a nice jumper, I'd wear it. I like it. Is it yeah. says day one-ish? Yeah. Day one-ish. Uh, oh, uh, like, like um, you know, down from day one shit.
3: Got like, it. on
2: my day one um, shit, but okay. then they say the ish.
3: But then they wear it more than one day, so that's kind of confusing. <laughs> you
2: gotta put like day two-ish, right? day three-ish. How many days since it's been in the wash, you guys? Um, <laughs> And so getting into some more specifics on SmackDown, not only did Shinsuke Nakamura not wrestle for the second week in a row, Neither did any of the women. What do y'all think about that? What do you think, Kelk? I was excited for the women's shake-up because I
0: was like, oh, maybe we'll get a Charlotte Natty program that could be really, really good and that would change it up a little bit and natalie has got that nice sparkly outfit I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. Um, and we, yeah, we're going to have a match now and then there was no match. Yeah! Um, but I mean, there was very few matches all week. It really did just feel like a very strange week of wrestling in that there was no wrestling. There was like the American Alpha Usos match which was really great mm-hmm. and there was the... Four way match at the end that was really great, and then there was just a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, So it was weird. And I don't know, the Nakamura thing, I'm on the fence because I think it's a really great tease and a really great build. But I want to see him wrestle. I want to see him kick someone's face off. I want to see it done.
3: I want to see it too. And we all want to see it, but I think how they're doing it is perfect, honestly. I think they have to build that desire in people, and I think they are, especially to people who haven't seen him yet. And they're just seeing people go fucking apeshit for him every week. I think that's the perfect way to to, to gain momentum, to go into a pay-per-view or special event where he eventually does wrestle. I think that, you know, we're in the age now where there's 78 hours of wrestling a week. (laughs)
2: Oh, boy. You
3: know, so... That's part of the problem is that we get too many matches. Like yeah. in the Raw era, we just get too many high-quality matches. I mean, when we grew up, it was a couple squashes, maybe a title match... In an hour, or hour, or, or two-hour show, and now we have like quality characters wrestling each other every week for free, and I think it does take some of the shine off of people pretty quick. So I like the idea of bringing a guy in, having him look mysterious and mm-hmm. also look awesome, and just drip with yeah. charisma, and and threaten to kick somebody in the yeah. face, and everybody. <gasps> you know what he I mean? Got the
0: mic this week I, I that I, made such a difference. And, I, and let I, him speak. Exactly. We so know he can.
3: And baby, I think baby yeah. steps with the character. Baby yeah. steps with most new characters, I think, is a good idea so i'm not so disappointed about the lack of wrestling this week i thought there were a lot of really good solid angles in wrestling and writing and planning things that happened this week and it seemed like they've been waiting until wrestlemania was over and the shake-up happened because it does appear like they have plans for people going forward
2: isn't that nice i mean yeah. it's
3: it's so refreshing to it me does so
2: feel like they, for the they are making yes yeah,
0: <laughs> that entire gender in the corner like, you, th- you
3: don't think i mean i don't know i, I going. i see that smackdown I don't even on Raw. Like I, I think because when I when I saw when Nia Jax went over Charlotte, to me I was just confused, right? Because mm. this is someone who is so green. You guys don't even want to let her participate mm-hmm. in the four way match for longer than seven and minutes. And then when she
2: did participate with Charlotte, it was like, oh no, don't break Charlotte.
3: Yeah. we're still
2: using her. her that's one part she really needs. It's
3: her but I understand building her up as a monster. So she should be a monster. She should be mowing over people like she was doing, and she did that on Raw, and that's great. And and since Charlotte was moving. Okay, it makes sense. You make your monster look stronger. You can
0: say like I sent your champion
2: out of
3: business. Right, and Charlotte does not have to acknowledge it at all. No, (laughs) it
0: makes one
2: person look strong and the other one look like it's a shakeup. It wasn't like I left with my tail between my legs. I was told to go, and I will gladly go back and kick the shit out of yeah.
3: And I, and I think they're they're gonna do a lot to build that women's division around Charlotte shortly um, and I'm excited to see how they do that. I think it is an injection of, of credibility from watching a character like her, I mean from her lineage already, but then coming up through NXT and her main roster run has been so amazing. I mean, I, I'm i really excited to see what they do with her going forward on SmackDown.
2: Yeah, I'm super excited to see Charlotte versus Naomi. I think that'll be really good. So the main event for the night was beautiful Gazelle AJ Styles versus <laughs> Sammy versus Barry Corbin um, for the right to be number one contender for the U.S. title. Like we said, AJ won. He's probably going to be facing Kevin Owens for the championship. How do y'all feel about that matchup? Even with the kind of... So, so for me, it is, again, it's like, shouldn't this be right for like yeah. that other title i'm saying but what if what if they're trying to once again like they do every couple of years try to make the u.s championship yeah. mean something
0: well these are the people to do it if mm-hmm. they're gonna do it i mean kevin's already started the awesome i'm canadian and the face of america i really I love enjoyed it. him I love that. i'm the new face of america I love that. Yeah. that was pretty magical so um And AJ's the best wrestler. Mm -hmm. So these are the right people to do it. There was part of me, even though we've seen it a million times, that really wanted it to be Sammy Kevin because I would have then seen Sammy get the belt. And I want a belt for Sammy. It's I do. like a Christmas film now. Like,
2: Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to see. I think we can Kickstarter that because I'd watch it. Um, can, we, can we just Kickstarter? Just like, hey, we'll give you ten thousand dollars. Can you do yes. something with Sammy? Say,
0: <laughs> just give him something. That's not that oh. Harrington jacket and his hat
2: because he yeah. needs more. He needs a new accessory, and it should be a shiny belt. It should be. You know, at, 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 if you donate a thousand dollars. Uh, Sammy gets booked. If you donate $2,000, Sammy gets booked. Like, those are just the tier <laughs> rewards. That's it.
0: But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Like, I wanted to see them wrestle again. I think they're going to kill it. I think they're going to do a really good work. I think AJ, like he said, you know, he's the face that built SmackDown. If he wants to hold onto that moniker, like, he's going to have to fight for this. And I think it could. Build itself into a really great little
3: feud. I think my only reluctance is that those two, I would love to see them held back till next WrestleMania and build that up over a mm. year. Like those two, yeah. That could still
2: happen. They, yeah, they're, they're that's the short term memory. In this place. True. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Absolutely. They could just like fight over this belt and then like six months later, one of them steps on the other one's shoe and they're like, oh! <laughs> and then they just stare at the WrestleMania set. <laughs> 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 All right. So every week there is tons of wrestling to talk about. So let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us at Facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or hit us up at Tights Fights on Twitter. When we come back, we're going to discuss the Superstar Shakeup some more and what we'd like to see WWE keep in mind if this is the plan going forward. That's up next on Tights and Fights.
3: My
1: name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon. Has been a huge inspiration in my life. Now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe, and they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there. Is good and amazing and kind and wonderful, and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life.
0: Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at Max Fun Con. Tickets for Max Fun Con and Max Fun Con East are on sale now at maxfuncon.com.
2: Time. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford and I am joined in the booth by...
3: Oh, I don't know if it was me first. It's
2: you first it's, now because okay. I'm in this chair.
3: I got it. Uh, my name is Michael Eagle. I didn't forget <laughs> that. I just didn't know it was my time to talk.
2: <laughs> and?
0: We're being really formal, so uh, Lindsay Catherine Kelk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lindsay Catherine Lindsay Catherine Kelk. I feel like
2: I've been in trouble now. <laughs> Grade eight. <laughs> um, there's often one big subject in the world of wrestling that warrants extra attention. We would like to give it the focus it deserves. This is our main event. It's been less than a year since SmackDown and Raw separated rosters to be mostly independent of one another. In spite of that, last week, Vince had a special announcement.
1: Oh, we're not lethargic around here. That big wheel keeps right on a turn. Which is why I'm confirmed to be representing the Superbowl. Roll, this week we're gonna roll, have on a Superbowl showdown. Superbowl <laughs> shake-up. Cause it's time to shake things up around here.
3: Does that mean it's time for you to dive, Vince?
0: He did not look well. Yeah, <clears throat> did you not think?
2: The WrestleMania took it all out they of him. They should have got
0: him a new jacket because that one was real big. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he gotta stop going wherever John goes yeah. for jackets. <laughs> he could afford a new jacket. Uh, looks, like, that big jacket. It important. looks like a, like
3: like uh, Talking head stop making sense. <laughs> that big, super big
2: jacket. <laughs> 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 now, Lindsay, like we said, it's been less than a year since the show rosters were set. Was this the time to shuffle the deck the way the WWE did? I um,
0: put my positive pants on. Um, English and American usage. Positive, positive, positive pants. Positive pants. <laughs> um, you know what? It's WrestleMania. It's the start of a new season. This is when everything gets reset, right? So, sod it. Why not? Yes, let's just shuffle up now. Let's do it now. Let's clear the decks. Like, you have manias over. New storylines. New people. Let's just get it out of the way. I mean, it's... Still still reason, and I understand that there were still stories to be told with other people, but people are always going to move around. I'm okay, and I'm in. Like, yes, let's do it now while it's fresh and clean and done. Yeah, it almost feels like the start of
2: a new season
3: for yeah, me. I agree.
2: So, Mike, this whole brand split was done so that more wrestlers would get more time to shine, but after some of these guys like The Miz, Alexa, and Kevin Owens turned in such great work on their respective shows, is it right to move them around already, or...? I mean I
3: I get it and I I don't know if this is the right time to do it but I'm glad that they actually pulled the trigger on it because like I said earlier it seemed to me like everything was in stasis the last few months while we while they were waiting to be able to pull triggers on these storylines and and I'm I saw like you know just in my observations I just saw a lot of things that pointed to them actually having stories for people going forward and I, and, I, and it makes me feel like that's what they were waiting on I mean I popped for Dana Brooke reading that book, How to Be Your Own <laughs> Protege. That tickled me so hard. That was super yeah. funny. But that's that's somebody with their writing hat on, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- we've had that, some
0: old school writing, actual writing
2: happen this week.
3: Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited for that. That also makes me put my positive pants on.
2: Yeah, it's almost okay. like because it, it did kind of feel a little stale going into WrestleMania, yeah. which is not the best place to feel going into WrestleMania, but at the same time, you know, is gonna happen and so that's going to be super fun. I feel like this is the most I have ever given a tiny ounce of a shit about Payback or whatever the next one is. But
3: see, you know, I, that's the one thing that, that that feels strange about this to me is that everything feels so new but they got these weird holdover matches yeah. for Payback and like, yeah. why don't we raw just
2: exclusive, lock exclusive these pay-per-view up? exclusive
3: pay-per-view Payback? Pa- 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 has, oh, it's Raw exclusive, yeah, raw exclusive with, that with that half Smackdown, Smackdown people. Smackdown people. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: And maybe that's a way because we are kind of in that like WrestleMania hangover time, yeah, yeah. so that helps perk you up a little bit, like a nice mimosa. But then also you're still, <laughs> but also it's still like, it's almost like a breakup where it's like, okay, well, here's the day where everyone comes and gets their stuff and exchanges keys. Right. And so that's what payback is. It's just literally like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna go to SmackDown. So you come on over to Raw for a second and you get your things. Uh, my sister will be there to make sure you don't take any of my shit. All right. And you leave the copy of your keys here. are just
3: working out custody at yeah, this point, man. Just well, working
2: out custody. It's over. Um, but so, how should WWE balance creating these franchise guys like AJ Styles and Seth Rollins who stick with their brand and creating stars who can be utility players that work on either show? I don't know. Let's ask Apollo Crews. That was mean. Ouch. That was mean. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking a public that
0: nothing.
3: That,
2: they didn't even ask him to come to work. No, they are. Oh, um, he's I, a
3: repackaging man.
2: Yeah. I wonder if somewhere he like looked up like a dog that heard his name <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, went back to doing burpees.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Ugh. You've got to have the big guys, obviously, to carry. But if you just let those guys carry and just move them from brand to brand, but they still maintain the same position, are you actually helping or are you hindering? Because, mm. you know, you're not giving anyone else. You know, if all you've done is take Kevin Owens from the position he was in on Raw and put him in the exact same position on SmackDown, right? Like right. You haven't. You've taken Sami and put him in the same position. I I don't know. I, you're going to take Charlotte and make her main event. You're going to take Bliss and make her the main event. I How is this helping the people underneath them? I'm not sure. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a good point. What do you think? Yeah, I mean...
3: I think that there's a way to look at SmackDown as like an elevator machine, you know, like, yes. they, they, you know, you send yeah, yeah. somebody over, they get some attention, they get some, some love and some care, and they come out a stronger character. The only problem now is that, especially with the belt situation, Randy having the main title and nobody cares about him and everybody we're interested in fighting over the secondary title, that should be a mid-card belt. And that should mm-hmm. be being used mm-hmm. to establish yeah. a mid-card. And right now they're like, is no mid-card on SmackDown. So you're gonna have this weird log jam. Yeah. And you know, I don't I don't know how that part's gonna shake out yet. Just kinda have to see what they've got planned.
2: Yeah, no, and that is interesting, like because you're right, like SmackDown is where you go and where you put people who need a little extra oomph, who need some more care and attention. That's why I'm so meh about the moving Apollo over because I'm like, bruh, if it didn't happen for you on yeah, SmackDown. It's just not yeah. good. I don't yeah. know if it's I don't know what they're gonna because on SmackDown they at least like take the time you know it feels uh, this is going to be a weird thing to say but I hope Hal hears it because it's going to make him so mad but like (laughs) if NXT is the way to get people ready for TV it almost feels like Raw is where you're at when you're ready to be like hardcore on the big stages and on the pay-per-views. Um and SmackDown is where you go when you need a little bit more love. And that's not to say that SmackDown is a secondary show. In fact I think it it speaks more to the fact that SmackDown does put so much care and so much work in their characters and in their feuds. Whereas by the time you get to Raw it kind of feels like, yo, you got it or you don't, because mm. we gonna do what we gonna do either way.
3: Yeah, does rolling. that make sense? I yeah, I, I can certainly see it that way. You know, I can and then that's what yeah, like so a guy like Apollo Crews, like, what do you do? I mean, I mean,
2: yeah.
3: one thing that has, it had me excited about Raw, though, I'm always happy when there's a good, strong, solid heel or face turn. I like TJ Perkins turning heel. Yeah. Like shit like that makes me really happy because when you have, like, they have a tendency to keep a guy stale and heatless for mm-hmm. so long. Mm hmm. And, and just a little thing like that. And suddenly yeah. I'm interested in what this character is going to do again. And, and as long as they're approaching things that way, then maybe there's hope for Apollo Cruz. Maybe they bring him in, turn him heel. Maybe there's hope that he can be yeah. repackaged somehow.
0: Maybe we I could t- just have Neville work with everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, let's just have a minute of love for Neville because he is turning in some... Cracking work right now. Yeah, he's now. killing He it. is murdering the
2: game he's for sure. Asked if they could be a journalist for a moment, and he was just like, "Nope." And, <laughs> <laughs> so quick and he just like, "Oh, he was so good." That's so good. So, which other wrestlers do you think would be in the best position to be successful after this change? Well, that's the thing is, I don't.
3: <sighs> I don't know if anyone's in a better position. Like I, what Lindsay just spoke to, I mean, it's honestly, people were swapped mm-hmm. at the exact same position. Um, nobody got elevated in the swap itself. I thought it was interesting, too, like uh, gender and. Um, What's his name? Face to facts got switched.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Hawkins. Yeah. So, like, and they're both jobbers, and they're probably going to both stay jobbers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I
0: saw Hawkins, and I was like, oh, maybe they're going to no. do something awesome, Mm-mm. and then he lost. So like, oh. Bye-bye.
2: Okay. Hawkins. I
3: mean, and, and like you guys said earlier, Miz got demoted. I mean, he got yeah. beat up, like, the first night after all of this this work he's done over the last year. And I mean, he has
2: done, and no matter what, okay, fine, how, whatever, Miz has done some of the best work that anyone has yes. done. It's this chair.
1: This chair is fucking me
2: up. It's been imbued with the spirit of house smackdown love. I gotta I got get out. I feel so dirty. Um, but the Miz has been doing, and Maurice, because um, yeah. she is definitely a very important part of what's made him work so well. Yeah. He's been doing some of the best work um that anyone has been doing for the past year and he is a huge part of SmackDown's success. Because I feel like that first hardcore promo he cut on Daniel Bryan made raw made uh, raw talk ugh, made um, <laughs> made that show from something that's like fun to watch into can't miss. Yeah, it yep. made it must see. It made it must see. And you knew it was gonna spill over into the next week's actual SmackDown.
3: Yeah they, they, they so. were not gonna be able to ignore that no. at all.
2: Right, and so um, it does kind of like he comes over, and then he, he does get kind of immediately beat up and made fun of, and it's like, oh, I don't want this for you. I
3: mean, because and that's I think it speaks to, on SmackDown, he was a great foil for a lot of people, yeah. and I'm wondering if they're going to put him in that position on Raw because he does make an excellent foil, but he was feeding so much off of Daniel Bryan yeah. and yeah. everyone he was getting, and you know, it's real life programmed stuff against him yeah.
0: too. Like so much of it was the Tote Steve's but so much Mm -hmm. of it was real life stuff that we're aware of one way or another whether it's Daniel Bryan's injury or his relationship with Cena and, and Nikki in and, real life, but
3: and so many SmackDown storylines had that. If you look yeah. at Dolph Ziggler's mm. programs, you look at mm-hmm. when Cena and Ambrose were going back and forth, like, "Oh, you're a Hollywood guy. Like, oh, nobody cares about you." Like, yeah. you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you, it had a lot of that real life vitriol to it. And Raw, when they do real life, it seems to be like, "Oh yeah, as a kid, I was a fan." And yeah. like that's <laughs> on that's, that's... Raw, we
0: turn over ambulances. <laughs> that's what we do. You know, you go to Raw to sell t-shirts and appeal to the kids. Right. And and you go to SmackDown to to wrestle to get that working. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if anyone has come off especially well. I'm really interested to see. I really want to know who everyone's program is gonna be with. I want to know who they're putting Miz with. I really want to know who Alexa is gonna be with. I really want to see the Charlotte matches.
2: I just don't know if I'm going to see anything new. Right. That's a true story. So, yeah, I guess it is kind of a we got to wait and see until we see who everyone's being booked with before we can see if there's going to be anyone who really manages to capitalize on this. I got a quick counterpoint,
3: though, because now that I think about it, the two guys I'm most excited for are the two guys who seem to stake a claim and and be able to stay on the show that they were on and that's Seth and AJ because both of them seem to be really stepping into a strong commanding babyface role mm-hmm. I mean if you look at the way Seth's been booked I mean Stephanie took a bump for him to put him over yep. like you know yep. and that's that's some real that's real heat if and they they're try the to build
2: fuck out yeah, of pal- <laughs> she did bump. she did it was so good
3: and it it, it it just it made that whole match worth it to me yep. uh it, it puts him in a position to where like oh yeah you made Stephanie get hurt. We'd love you. Yeah. <laughs> we hate right. her.
2: And it's not his fault. So right. he doesn't come yeah. off like it. it. was just one of those things where it was the perfect way for her to take that bump. Because everyone looks good but Stephanie. Which is fine yeah. because Stephanie is good in life. Right. So yeah. she don't need yeah. to look good on the and show. And she also yeah, <laughs>
3: she emasculates everybody on the show for years and never gets come up and she gets come up in, like once every couple of years. So amazing.
2: usually when someone's retiring. <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if Nikki. Vicky Guerrero got a bounce, then Stephanie will <laughs> land in some poop pudding or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, so that was really, really nice. So him yeah.
3: and AJ. Now AJ's role is a little bit more arrogant, like yeah. you know, because right when he could say it's all about us, he said it's all about me, but the crowd pops yeah. anyway, which yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But neither of those guys switched brands. It's just that they've been given in a new place yeah. in the brand that they were that's already true. on
2: that's true it looks like those are the two guys who did the most stepping up which is pretty dope um, but we'll definitely be checking in more with the new rosters how it's working in the next couple of weeks in the meantime tell us what you think about it so far at facebook.com groups slash or hit us up at tights fights on twitter when we come back we've got one thing that will never change our favorite wrestling moments from the week that's up next on tights and fights Except that it will change because it changes every week, but that's fine. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Griffin McElroy, and this is our serious promo. No horsing around, you two. If you like just three gentlemen being adults about topics and giving advice for them, to them, My Brother, My Brother, Me is a podcast for you serious-minded adults. No
3: monkey shines, no falderall. Hey, let me ask you a question. How sophisticated is your palate?
1: You like Merlot?
2: <laughs> our show is basically like the Merlot and dark chocolate of podcasts.
1: You gotta be grown up to like them.
2: Our podcast is Toilet Line. <laughs> Listen to the Toilet Line of every Monday right here at MaximumFun.org. Ties and Bites
1: Podcast. Dives and Bites.
2: Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Michael
3: Eagle. I remember this time. You did it! I'm on time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Lindsey Kelp. Yay! Everyone did it. So every week, we like to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. Three count. <laughs> Mike, you're up first. What do you want to put over? Uh,
3: honorable mention to uh, Justin Roberts on MLW Radio's podcast. If you guys get a chance to check that out, it's mm-hmm. great. Um, mm-hmm. Great little uh, peek inside of his mind, what he went through at WWE, why he wrote that book and like what his journey was. I want to put over that Seth Rollins promo on Raw. I was really happy to see a babyface put in the position by booking to capitalize off the fans being interested in behind him and him to be able to communicate with them outright mm. in a way that says, hey, I'm the good guy. You like me. It's OK. We're all going to have fun here and do good stuff. <laughs> um, everybody knows here I'm all about kind of face heel alignment. And um, I'm starting to see that they're putting him in the position they put, should have put him in when he could have been the conquering returning hero um, against Roman Reigns when he came back that one time after that one injury. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm I'm happy about that. And here is a clip of it.
1: I did it. We look no, we did it, all right? We slayed the king of kings. So I'm probably. Not going to be named Employee of the Month.
3: I I need that. As a fan, I need Mm -hmm. something to make sense to me emotionally, and and that's getting there. It's like the the needle's going back in the right direction on the Seth Rollins character, so putting that over this week.
2: Oh, that's nice. Yseth. Yeah. Sweet. And Lindsay, how
0: about you? What are you putting over? It's always, it's always almost, I want it to be right along and then it, it isn't because it's <laughs> shameful. Uh, it but comes
2: so close though, doesn't so it? It's
0: so close. Every episode, it's so close. And then they do it. And then it's thing. just like, oh no. Um, so instead, it's going to be uh, KO on Talking Smack because I was really worried about Talking Smack, you guys, because we lost Ms. Maurice. We lost Bliss. Uh, I was like, what is left for us now? Um, and then Kevin popped along. And I'm really excited to see some gloves off Kevin on Talking Smack. He um, threw his shoes across the table as an opening gambit, which I thought was nice. It almost hit Shane, which would have been pretty great. Nice. So <laughs> like, that's the end of your career. You just hit Shane but man, with a shoe. Hmm. Um, that's, like, terrible in some cultures. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. And, and uh, you know, he, just, he was really funny uh, and interesting. He... Possibly may or may not have outed Renee's <laughs> marital status, <laughs> which I don't think went down terribly well. I really enjoyed it when he talked about his kids at the end. So if you didn't see it, here's a clip.
1: Well, speaking of opportunities here, no. Kevin Owens, the United States... Ch- what? Yeah. Why are you taking your okay. shoes off? Take your shoes off. What? Why? Well, I, you guys were talking about shoes earlier, so the, those are mine. They're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it not cost very much money. I don't really care don't about shoes. but Yeah, they're crazy. made in China, yeah. leather. Yeah. A cow died for these. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. Actually, this was Breeze jacket, FYI. Oh, man. So what, about the, what about your pants? Yeah. Oh. They're faux. Hey, it's, they're are, not real leather. I'm not
3: putting over
0: Renee's faux pants. Me. That's just not what
1: this really is. Stuff. Please carry on. <laughs> hey, By the way, congratulations.
0: He's got potential to be really great on it. I thought his approach to it as this being his initial appearance on Talking Back, was really good. He's like, this is how it's going to be. I'm just going to come on. And be me. Like he talked about his kids. He talked mm. about she was talked about. She was not costing him very much because he doesn't he care, care about that. Yeah. Yeah. he doesn't care, and that's what he's there to do—to not care. Um, but at the same time, massively care because he's
2: the new face of America. Okay, so as for me, I am putting over. It's not there's no sound or anything. I just found this. You guys, I know you probably already know about it. I'm putting over this comic. It's like a web comic called Botched Spot. Um, just one word, like, all one word, botchspot.com. And they come out, I think dude does a new comic, like, every day or every other day or something crazy like that. And um, I don't know. He's been doing them since, like, 2008. Whoa. Yeah, which I, like, did not know about. I was going back and looking at stuff that happened, like, after the pipe bomb and shit like wow. that. Yeah, and so uh, I was going through and looking at his, um, going through and looking at, like, the archive. And so, like, one kind of fun running joke he has is, like... You know he'll do like the NXT. It's like all of Triple H's kids, where it's like he's almost like running it like a daycare, <laughs> and like he oh, makes 100. fun of Shane being a wet blanket on mm. today's um, one. Oh, is it every day? It, I think it's okay, every day wow. or like every other wow. day. So he made fun of Shane being a wet blanket on Talking Smack on today's thing.
3: Good. So it's not just me. I yeah. No, it's not.
2: And a lot me of feel times way things it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he um, he made fun of like how what a piece of shit JBL is. <laughs> so like he seems <laughs> like he's thing. on the right. Like, I want to say the right side of, of uh, WWE history Yay. when it comes to a lot of stuff. But I've been reading through it and it's been really it's been it's been tickling me. Nice. I am officially tickled. So, <laughs> um, yeah, go to botchbot.com. Um My dudes, um, you know, he's got like a Patreon. He's got like some merch and like some other stuff. And like I like when smart smarks do well. So go do that. Although most of you probably already know about it. And I'm just hella fucking late.
3: <laughs> well, you put me on.
2: Yeah. So. I'm it's actually, fun. It. and it's also like, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a webcomic. It takes like two seconds of your day, and you're yeah. like, ha, I also felt that way. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was really nice. So, um, so go find that thing. And that does it for us at Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are me, Danielle Radford, and Lindsay Kelk, along with Michael Eagle. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed hearing Lindsay on the show this month, go buy her books. Please. Do it. Go buy her books. We will have a link on our show page at MaximumFun.org our producer is Julian Burrell who is waiting to be drafted to regular employment uh-huh. see <laughs> oh, that's so dark <laughs> me too senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well so we're definitely putting him over for that keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com groups slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and if you love the show remember to hit them five stars on iTunes and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much once again to all of our donors because y'all make this show possible. We'll be back again next week for even more. You guessed it, wrestling. Wrestling. Wrestling.
1: Wow. Tyson <laughs> 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 Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites.